Hello, everybody. Uh, we are here today with uh, Damon Philip. Uh, hi, Damon. Uh, <laughs> Damon is hi, a relations, relationship coach with more than 10 years of coaching experience under her belt. Uh, Damon, you started as an HR executive and performed career coaching. And then yeah. you found your niche as a relationship coach. Uh, yeah. What was the driving force behind the desire to becoming a relationship coach? Uh, well, interesting question, Ipek. Um, it's a long journey from where I am really today because I've had my shares, fair amount of shares of ups and downs in life. And I was married at a very young age of 19. Of course, I believed in the happily ever after story. But unfortunately, it didn't turn out that way. At least not in my case. Um, no one, and you know, nobody ever signs up for an okay relationship. And, you know, we make those vows because we want to love and be loved. And you sign up because you believe you have found someone you can count on for the rest of your life right but uh, the real truth is that long-term and happy relationships really uh, successful relationship takes some amount of skill we all may know what a healthy relationship really looks like but most of the people have truly no idea how to get one and no one teaches us you know how to do so and at 90 nobody really taught me those skills um i don't think we ever come into a relationship armed with yeah you know a relationship instruction manual or those skills um you know it's like imagine going for uh, a, a driving test without the required skill what's going to happen you're probably going to crash you're, the car probably going to meet with an accident or something so why are we not surprised when relationships crash and mine unfortunately crashed 15 years down the line um, and i realized down the line over a period of time i realized that look i need to move on couldn't be living in that space any longer right and if i had to stand up as a role model especially for my child my son was quite young at that time i had to look uh deeper into my life the mistakes committed the lessons learned learning to forgive um putting myself in his shoes <coughs> excuse me this was true empowerment for me so i started understanding what really went wrong over the period of time and how i could have done things differently um, and with intention i chose to focus on myself rather than uh, my ex or rather than what went wrong in the relationship i chose to learn the art of having beautiful relationships and when that shift happened in my own environment i started encountering friends who were struggling uh, making exactly the same mistakes that i had made some years back and i kind of wanted to reach out my heart went out to them and i want to reach out and help them you know i wanted to support them 
And I did. I remember bringing back a couple from the brink of divorce. And there were these three young um, girls, you know, friends of mine, um, you know, and they were having deteriorating, deteriorating relationships. And um, I remember moving them from those, from that toxicity into harmony, you know, from the pain into the peace at least. And that's when the light bulb went on. And I said to myself, this is my mission. I don't want to see any woman going through what I went through, unfortunately, in my life, because I strongly believe, Ipek, that women have far more power in a relationship and therefore have the ability to restore the relationship. Some might not agree with me on this. But what I strongly believe is that men really rise to the occasion most often, at least. But it's women who really set that tone. So, um, you know, I kind of then went about setting up my own consultancy around relationships. And it's called the Life Experts. Because I, I kind of somewhere deep down in my heart believed that I had that compassion, the empathy, the resilience. And I also had something very important, which was life's uh, real lessons and experiences. And I had seen the good side of a marriage. I'd seen the bad side of a marriage. And I'd seen what lies in between. And I had learned those skills. So, yes, that's what really got me into relationship coaching. And there has been no looking back. And, uh, you know, that was my, my journey into relationship coaching. I know it's been a bit long, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted no. to. No, it's great you know? to understand where you come from. Um, I was thinking, in my opinion, uh, there's a direct correlation between authenticity and self-esteem. Because, uh, for example, if I worry about what others think of me, then I manipulate my personality and communication just to seek approval or avoid disapproval. Yeah. I remember in a recent uh, video post of yours uh, that received much engagement in social media, you spoke about uh, authenticity, about being yeah. authentic. Uh, yeah. Why don't we uh, put that topic on the table today for discussion, shall we? Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite topics. I love talking about authenticity <laughs> and self-esteem. I think I've done a couple of videos around that as well. So, yeah, you see, look, if you look, if you look at the word authentic, you know, what does it really mean for, you know, for somebody to be, to be truly, truly authentic? Mm -hmm. You know, um, authenticity for me, it kind of evokes an image of something that's pure, that's unadulterated. So when someone is being authentic, they're sharing, they're thinking, they're feeling, they're expressing themselves in a, in a relatively unadulterated form, mm -hmm. right? And, and what happens when you're not being your authentic self? And I've seen that far too often, you know, people start resorting to becoming people pleasers, 
they start getting very diplomatic in their talks and behavior. Uh, they start weighing words whilst talking, uh, you know, wanting to appear politically correct. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you see, yes. you know, they start flattering people and it seems a bit, um, it doesn't seem too normal. Well, what they've done is they've kind of filtered themselves out. And why do, why do people resort to this, this kind of behavior? It's because there is a fear of being rejected by others. Yeah. You know, people, we all seek others' approval for our existence. Mm -hmm. We're fearful of judgment, being judged. And, and just the, on the other side of the spectrum, being authentic and true to yourself requires a lot of courage. Yeah. Now, here's something that I would like to state over here is that, you know, detaching ourselves from our, our authentic self, our genuine self, typically begins in childhood. Mm -hmm. And this is what I've found when I'm coaching my clients. If so, if the child, let's say, experiences abuse in some form, um, disappointment, fear, the the child, the personality undergoes a shift as the 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 young child is trying to cope, and then these become masks that personality becomes a mask and the false self starts you know uh, uh, the 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 self start the true self starts distancing from uh, you know uh, I, I mean the uh, the real self starts distancing mm -hmm. from oneself yeah and the mask okay. kind of comes on you know so what happens here now is unknown to the child as he's getting older he brings those very emotions into the relationships without knowing abuse whether it's mental emotional even physical translates into lowered self-esteem yes so this person now becomes you know sensitive to criticism gets hostile withdrawn goes sometimes into depression the self-esteem gets a huge hit even without the person actually really knowing it. Yeah. So I think they're very correlated and many of them don't even really kind of understand how they are related. Yeah. They don't understand that this is happening since childhood. And most of them, I would say. I mean, I'd like to ask you, Ipek, what do you think is, uh, now that we're on it, I mean, I'd like your view as well. I mean, what do you think <clears throat> could be the biggest obstacle to to accepting ourselves? Um, what's, I, what's, uh, yeah, I 100% agree what you're saying, uh, Daman. Um, some of us, to just uh, maybe uh, rephrase or summarize what you said, uh, some of us avoid being our authentic self uh, yeah. just to be liked by others or we yeah. feel the need to follow the rules that we think we should instead of doing what we want to do just to fit yeah. in. 
so accepting ourselves would have been much easier if we grew up, grew up in a generally supportive environment. Yeah, but absolutely. unfortunately, that's not the case for most of us. And that makes it hard to accept ourselves as we are. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more on on what you said. So, uh, I mean, what what according to you would be a, a kind of a tip that you would could give to your clients on accepting themselves? What is your take on it? And, uh, you know, what could you share on uh you know with the clients on on really accepting themselves as they are yeah uh the, the one uh, little tip that i uh give them or like a homework kind of thing uh yeah. as the first step to self-acceptance is uh, forgiving yourself uh writing yourself a letter about all the mistakes you made and anything you have been punishing yourself about and forgiving yourself for all of that uh, helps a lot in order to deal with this uh, lack of self-esteem and authenticity. So I uh, ask them to do that and I see uh, that it works uh, wonders really. Interesting, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you completely. Yeah, and uh, Dominic, your uh, line of work as a relationship coach, uh, yeah. I assume uh, you work with clients with lowered self-esteem a lot. Uh, so what is the uh, approach you use to close the gap? You mean in my coaching business? Exactly. Yeah, I do. I do. A big part of my system, Apex, takes into account the management of low self, lowered self-esteem. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I work with clients to to kind of identify i start with identifying childhood triggers if there are any mm -hmm. you know kind of rec recurrent patterns and self-limiting beliefs yeah. um i use a lot of tools and techniques including cbt which is uh, cognitive behavior therapy and my programs are not cookie cutter programs they are not off the shelf program every client look is different every problem every challenge that a client comes with is unique. So kind of support individuals and couples through a, through a very uniquely customized program is tailor-made to their particular requirement. Mm -hmm. But look, <clears throat> more than all of that, I lay a very huge emphasis on hand-holding the client until they have, you know, kind of comfortably shifted gear and they're truly happy in the relationship. Uh, or then they are clear, they are confident and courageous enough to understand and know that it's the right time to walk out. So we work on um, on a few modalities using some tools and techniques. Yeah, yeah, that's that's wonderful, um, and it's it's very uh, good information for everybody who are having relationship problems and self-esteem, authenticity problems. This have been very informative. Thank you, Daman. Uh, what is the one uh, message you would like to leave people with today at the end of this uh, interview? So one message, and I think since we're talking about self-esteem and authenticity, and since we spoke about childhood triggers, I think, I'd like to like to call out 
to the parents here, to mm -hmm. all parents, please nurture authenticity in your child. You know, if you want your child to be happy in adulthood, yes. look for your children's natural directions in life. Don't try to push them to do what you want them to do. Don't push your agenda to them. Accept them for, for who they are and what they are capable of doing. Yes. Yeah. So stop kind of focusing on their character, on their skills. Instead, focus on their character. You know, share core values with your kids. You know, help them explore their own values. That is how your kids are going to appreciate authenticity as adults and then from there become people of uh, you know high self-esteem definitely definitely i 100 percent agree with you uh, how we raise our child's children uh, uh, sets uh, them for who they're gonna be in future thank you so yeah. much for everything that you shared with us today and uh, this is Ipek Williamson and Daman Philip. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful day and see you next time. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Thank you.